Coming up on This Week in Games, Valve accidentally releases Steam.tv, Tencent pulls Monster Hunter from China, and high res studio struggles in the battle royale genre. Coming up This Week in Games. Welcome to This Week in Games. I'm your host, Eric McConnell, here to break down all the video game goodness for the week. So let's get started. Valve launches Steam.tv. Now, if you were thinking Amazon, Facebook, and Google need more video game streaming competition, you are wrong. But Valve doesn't care that they're wrong because they're launching a Twitch competitor in Steam.tv. So currently, it only streams Dota 2, and by Dota 2, only Dota 2's The International, which is their big yearly tournament. But strangely enough, it also supports voice chat. So there's no plans to actually release it yet. And according to GameIndustry.biz, Valve only registered the domain the day of the first stream. So a lot of reports are kind of like skeptically saying that it was an accidental release and the discovery wasn't meant to happen and they're going to actually really release it in many months. And speaking of Valve, Valve is also accused of intentionally delaying mature games from being released. And by accused again, they actually admit it's true because they want to figure out how to filter content so users don't see things they want to don't want to see. And there's a good lesson here for all you developers. And the endless slew of like murder simulators with decapitations and torture and violence of all kinds against all different kinds of people, that's fine. But god damn it, if you show boobs in your video games, you can expect a three-month-long waiting period to Think over your life and whether you should actually release this game. Good job, Valve. Um, Speaking of Amazon from the previous story, Bethesda is throwing some legal shade at Amazon. So Bethesda threatens Amazon with legal action if they do not act on third parties selling used copies of The Evil Within 2 as news. So apparently third party sellers are... You know, taking used copies of the game, whether they played it or someone else played it, resealing it, and then reselling the game as new. Bethesda's caught on to this, probably through some item tracking technology they put in the games. Amazon yet yet to reply. I'm going to say they don't really care. (laughs) And one of the bigger stories this week, Realm Royale High Res's studios attempt at the Battle Royale genre looks like it's struggling pretty badly. So, for those of you who haven't noticed, like there's a Battle Royale game that looks like it just stole all the art assets from World of Warcraft and shoved them in a simple Battle Royale. That's Hi-Res Studios' Realm Royale. So according to the statistics platform GitHip, Realm Royale peaked at about 100,000 users concurrent. I think they said it was like 105,000 concurrent users. And in the recent weeks have struggled to even hit 3,000 concurrent users. That's a huge, huge, huge drop-off. Not good at all. So devs, please stop trying to jump onto the Battle Royale bandwagon. It's dead. We got to let this one die. Okay, Fortnite's going to be here to stay. PUBG to a lesser extent, but we got to let all the other ones die. No more no more Battle Royale, guys. No more. <laughs> okay, and that goes for you too, VC. Stop funding this crap. And in more high-res news, high-res studios <laughs> opens three new studios to handle live games. So, Titan Forge Games will handle Smite, Evil Mojo Studios will handle Paladins, and Herotic Leap Games will handle Realm Royale. So, why are they doing this? Well, 
I don't know anything about finance, okay? But I know when you pull shit like this and open three brand new quote-unquote studios, which are probably just legal zoom llc <laughs> creations you're trying to like do some kind of tax evasion shuffle some money around hide some losses here and there i don't know what you're doing but uh keep doing it high res you gotta keep those doors open next up tencent pulls monster hunter world from china so less than a week after its chinese launch monster hunter world is pulled from china and is banned from sales China reported the game is too fun and it supports capitalism and providing better rewards for more effort put into a hunt. No, I'm just kidding. China doesn't need a reason to stop games from being sold, especially Japanese ones. So keep at it, China. Actually, so China's yet to release a statement. Tencent has yet to release a statement. And Capcom seems a bit clueless right now. So we'll have to see how this one shakes out. But I'm sure it's not too far from the point I made. And the initiative... Microsoft's new studio shells out a ton of money for top talent. So, Microsoft finds some developers that want to leave progress behind for soul-crushing bureaucracy. And those vets <laughs> include people from Sony Santa Monica, Rockstar Games, and Crystal Dynamics. There's a lot of big names on the list, so you can go read them if you want to know. But uh, I have a scoop. They'll be working on a shh, shh, keep it quiet. Uh, unannounced project, duh. <laughs> God, Microsoft... So they swallowed up all these people, created a new studio, and now they got an unannounced project. So I'm sure it's going to be as good as all the latest Halo and Gears of War offerings from Microsoft Studios. And uh, Crystal Dynamics, not to be outdone, they open up a new studio studio in Washington. So Crystal Dynam or no, sorry, Crystal Northwest opens in Bellevue, and will help to work on the. Unnamed Avengers game. Yeah, so I guess Crystal Dynamics has been working on some unnamed Avengers game. It's not like it's going to have an amazing game. You might as well just call it the Avengers game. Um, <laughs> and so this new studio will help with that. So let's go to some business news. Tencent quarter two earnings on in and profits are down 3% year over year. So the measly $3.3 billion that Tencent made in Q2. Come on, Tencent. I mean, do you even run Chinese video games with $3.3 billion? you got to get your shit together. So Tencent said we're focused on more high ARPU games. Those are games with, like, high average revenue per user, such as RPGs. I, uh, that's a weird one. Like, what RPGs are really high revenue per user? I guess because, like, the Lineage 2 autoplay RPG probably self-selects just fans who want to play lineage 2 autoplay because no one else is checking that shit out i guess it has higher arpu but i don't know tencent um i think you had a lot of bad investments in the last couple of years and i think this chinese legislation is really screwing you over <laughs> and uh shareholders are not happy about it so but not to be outdone they weren't even remotely the worst earnings so Rovio has reported terrible earnings. No, say it isn't so. Um, so Rovio profits had dropped 57.5%. That is fucking ridiculous. Come on. Do kids even get angry with birds anymore? What's Rovio doing? <laughs> I could go into details, but honestly, who cares? And who is surprised? Like, what are you going to ride the Angry Birds gravy train forever? Rovio has a handful of other games, but... Even after playing them, I can't even name them or describe what they were because they're so forgettable. 
Um, yeah, the house that Angry Birds built is crumbling hard. Next up, <laughs> Nordisk Film Games, aka THQ Nordic, for those of you keeping count, invests 5.5 million in Raw Fury. So, <laughs> Raw Fury is an unknown profit stealer. Oops, I'm sorry, I meant indie game publisher, not profit stealer. Okay. So Raw Fury is an indie game publisher, and Nordis Film Games will receive a minority stake for giving them their Series A. That's $5.5 million. That's a lot, especially for an indie game publisher. What the hell? I think they're based in Sweden. What kind of indie games are coming out of Sweden for $5.5 million? Give me $5.5 million. I'll make something. Jesus. <laughs> Next up, Coke Media aka THQ Nordic as well, buys uh, Time Splitters and Second Sight IP from Crytek. So, Free Radical Design, the original creators and owners of the IP for Time Splitters and Second Sight, sold the IP to Crytek when they hit financial woes while working on Homefront, the revolution you know, for Crytek. Um, Crytek, I've covered this plenty, has hit their own string of financial woes, and by financial woes, I mean they're fucking bankrupt. And no one uses their engine. Um, so they've sold Time Splitters and Second Sight to Coke Media, aka THQ Nordic. THQ Nordic just fucking buying up all the IPs. I don't even know why. And uh, funny enough, there is one free radical design IP up for grabs. So everyone get out your checkbook because uh, Haze is still up for grabs. God, you know, like, hey, hey, don't close the podcast yet. Wait till this shit's over before you send free radical designs, you know, your bid for haze. Calm down, people. Calm down. All right. Next up, the Chinese room developers of Dear Esther is acquired by Sumo Digital. Sumo Digital, best known for Little Big Planet and a slew of other crap. Um, I think they're helping out on the new crackdown, as I covered like a month ago, two months ago. So they acquire the non-game game developers, the Chinese room. So good luck, Sumo Digital, trying to turn profits on shit like everyone's gone to the rapture. That was a little mean. That game's probably good. But I don't have the patience for it, so screw you. <laughs> Finally, EA's chief design officer, Patrick Soderlund, leaves after 12 years. So Soderlund joined EA when his publisher, when EA basically acquired Battlefield developer DICE in 2006, rose to the ranks of Chief's design officer, held many roles in between there, suddenly left the company. The CEO sent out a letter this week, and that's pretty much it. No other news, and he's not announcing, like, starting his own studio, so when shit like this happens this abruptly, and the CEO feels like he has to address it in some half-assed letter, that means this guy got pissed off and quit, so good for you fight the man all right that's it for this week in games i'm eric mcconnell tune in next week bye